Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a good day out there. So, today's topic Tasty Tuesday, getting out there. Does fat make you fat? And I know that this is a question that sounds completely redundant, sounds completely crazy, and saying, well, yeah, it has fat in the name. Fat is fat, right? Duh. I mean, it's calories in, calories out. That would make a ton of sense. But let's talk about that a little bit more. Does fat make you fat? And I kind of, you know, I came to this topic, this idea, uh, for a few, for this podcast, from a few things going on in my life. One of them is a few kind of patients and clients of mine just saying, hey, what what do I need to do from a nutrition standpoint for myself if I want to, if I want to lose weight and kind of, you know, just having a big mystery box, not having a lot of understanding about what they need. Um, and just saying, hey, where do I, where do I turn for, for a little bit of help? So that's part of it. Another part of it is I've got a call tomorrow with an old buddy of mine, somebody new back from boarding school. He was a year above me. Um, and we had been out of touch for a number of years, not because anything bad, but just, hey, he was a, a decent acquaintance, nothing crazy or anything. and just fell out of touch. So I finally, like I said before, with my whole social media conundrum, I got my butt on Facebook. He hits me up. We're hang- We're catching up and everything he had this uh, pretty amazing uh, journey for himself through this company um, where through his work with them he or as a customer first he lost 55 pounds went on a big health cleanse um, and he was telling me about it and their journey their kind of mission what they do is they work on hey let's restore the phytonutrient balance let's detox the system then let's get you feeling good let's build muscle so we can increase the amount that your body um, burns as for caloric expenditure because the more muscle you have on you the more kind of quote unquote expensive it is for you to be lugging your weight around all day the more that those tissues demand a energy utilization for them okay that makes sense Uh, Then also, it's about reducing other stressors in your life. Um, We know that cortisol, with that fight-or-flight response, can be very, very dangerous to having healthy, um, really just healthy reactions in the body. Um, It it down-regulates any kind of good um, weight control for people, absolutely, without a doubt. So we don't want that at all. And also, cortisol kind of chemically functions in an opposite way from melatonin and melatonin is one of those things that helps you regulate sleep I was over here in a conversation today about some research out there um, and some case studies with people who are blind and they don't have those typical stimulants that we have for on and off night cycles day cycles for being able to tell hey is it day or night should I what kind of chemicals should I release to my environment based on those things should I release more melatonin 
or you know where does the flow of my hormones come in throughout a normal cycle i'm not talking menstrual cycle but just we all have a normal flow of hormones for ourselves and it's really really fascinating about how these chemicals these signals can truly affect so much from us so is fat really fat does fat really make you fat We've got our three main macronutrients. We've got protein, carbohydrates, and fat. And we've got some varieties and variances within all of them. Proteins, the amino acids for our body, they're our building blocks. They're what comprise who we are. That's what they are. That's who they are, building blocks. They're the Legos. They're not made for energy. And the two others are energy sources. Carbohydrates, again, all the nuances, simple, complex polysaccharide, disaccharide, monosaccharide, everywhere in between from every different source of food or other substance it comes from. That's what we're working with. And each of these, the protein and the carbohydrates, have four kilocalories, four calories of energy for every gram. Then we've got the energy-dense fat. And there's tons of things on fat. And fat probably has the most nuanced variety of anything out there so there's there's a lot of variety out there all kinds fat that's great for you fats that's bad for you fats that have uh, like the trans fats that have said to been leading to cancer to the mono unsaturated fats and polyunsaturated fats that are life-giving that are promoting um, nerve health for us the uh, good old omega-3s so there's a huge variety in there so to truly yes you got to count your macros yes you got to pay attention to at the end of the day it is a little bit about intake and outtake but it's also about giving your body permission because we can't look at metabolism in terms of just oh i have this one set number every day or it increases a little bit with activity decreases a little bit with activity no metabolism in the purest sense is purely what in a certain given of time given amount of time which we typically measure in a day or for some people, very specifically for certain workouts or activities. What's the metabolism, what's the energy expenditure required of my body in this given moment, in this given period of time? And it's fascinating when we look at um, different events, different things going on, and say, hey, what really is this energy expenditure in this? When we look at these elite, elite chess players who will be sitting there for hours, for these tournaments and physically lose weight from sitting there because their brain is concentrating so hard they're using crazy amounts of glucose they're in an energy deficit they would need to eat 3,500, 4,000 calories a day if not a little bit more based on their body weight just to maintain their weight from what? sitting down and playing chess at the highest level working that mind so Y'all going out on spring break out there, drinking all that alcohol, uh, taking the time off from school, assuming that you do think a little bit when you're in school, could possibly play an effect. All I'm saying, no judgment passed, just presenting some facts out there. So again, does fat make you fat? Well, fat's another energy source. It is a denser energy source. Instead of the four kilocalories or calories per gram, get nine stored up in there it's made for oxidation it's made for energy aerobic energy use it's made for endurance to last a long time and to have that so to that degree 
yeah, fat can make you fat. If you eat way more than what you need, absolutely. But we also look at mechanisms of why our body is incentivized to store fat. One of the primary reasons why our bodies might say, hey, I've got a lot of extra fat here. I've got uh, things I want to get rid of. One of the prime examples of this is, hey, in our bloodstream, we got a ton of sugar. What does sugar, sugar do to the walls of the arterial vessels? It almost disintegrates them. I mean, I'm being a little bit overdramatic, but really not. It really damages the vessels of the arterial walls substantially over time. A lot of damage, long-term, potentially permanent damage if we don't reverse it. There's a lot of people in low-level states of uh, pre-diabetes that do have very low microvascular changes that can be very irritable. A lot of people with that. That are not diabetes, that might not even be pre-diabetes, but certainly not optimal arterial health because of the, the fluctuations of blood sugar we put ourselves through. Where we may, in a given time period, in a given spot of the day, test fine for our blood sugar, but the fluctuations throughout the day can be really challenging. So our body is incentivized in those moments to say, hey, let me get it out of there, right? The blood sugar is like the bad guys. Insulin's like the cops. What does insulin do? It rounds up the criminals, throws them in jail. What's jail? Fat. It rounds up the blood sugar, gets it out of there, because the arterial walls are our normal society that the criminals are doing damage to. And this ain't no ethics course. This isn't like, you know, this. we're treating this black and white. It's not like, you know, oh, this criminal did this to defend his family. I guess you could say that the blood sugar was there to maybe eventually get to the brain and to, you know, eventually provide some nourishment. Then it got out of hand, got out of control, got way too much going on. It's uh, like Walter White in Breaking Bad, right? Where he goes on a rampage. At first, it's like, oh, I guess save some money for my family. Then he's like, no, I just love making meth, man. I'm going crazy. So blood sugar is like our methamphetamine Walter White. And we got the cops running after that sucker. And eventually they do catch him. The cops kind of die, right? Cops die in the wreckage of catching Walter White. But I'm going on a weird twist here. I've not planned any of this at all. I'm ad-libbing. But that could make sense. The cops, insulin aka, no longer work well with our in our society with these blood vessel walls. And the DEA runs into some trouble. So guess what? We have an insulin-resistant society. We have an insulin-resistant system Everybody says, F the cops. This is a strange, weird analogy that I don't even know why I'm thinking about it sometimes like this. But it's true. So does fat make you fat? Well, fat will certainly not have this spike in blood sugar. Why? Because it's not sugar. We'll have it drawn out over long periods of time. So especially where fat is so intimately dependent on the type of fat it is and what it can do for the membranes of our cells. The phospholipid bilayers, phospholipid as in being fat, that literally makes up the membranes of our cells. It can play a huge health role. Our nerves, where the, um, the epineurium around them is a large protective fat layer, the myelin sheaths that protect our nerves for these fast moving bands of nerves that's fat those those are omega-3 fatty acids in the myelin sheath along with some other types of fats but omega-3 is because they're essential so if we want to talk about nerve health 
And does fat make you fat? Well, the answer, like everything else, is unfortunately it depends. How much of it do you have? And so it's not, we're really not measuring fat for fat. To a certain extent, it's calories in, calories out. If you have too much fat, yeah, you're gonna get fat, you're gonna gain weight. It's just simple calorie math. But if you don't have enough fat, are you gonna necessarily lose weight? Not necessarily. Are you gonna have detrimental effects such as hormone production, hormone regulation with not enough fat, not a certain, and not enough certain types of fat? Absolutely. So does fat make you fat? Doesn't need to, but just like anything else it can. Every morning, I have five eggs with the egg yolks. I have an avocado, and that's my morning. Most lunches I'll throw in an avocado there too. Good, healthy, strong fat. I cook my eggs in a little bit of olive oil, nice and slow roasting, letting it build to keep it below that heating smoke point for olive oil. That's a lot of fat. Am I fat? Well, I'm not as skinny as I once was, but uh, I ain't exactly walking around with a gut either at all. So it's like anything else. Sometimes it boils down to calories and calories in, calories out. But it also boils down to what's really going on in our insides. What's really going on in there. More so than just kind of what the next model wants to look like or not. What's their physiology? What's their function? What's not just their metabolism in terms of the cost. But what's actually that? What is that metabolism representing for us? What is that metabolism representing? All right, y'all. So at the end of the day, does fat make you fat? That's up to you. Time to make your own informed decision about how you regulate your life. Well, if you stay with me this long and you've uh, made your way through that Breaking Bad analogy, I'm proud of you and God bless you at the same time. All right, y'all. Simply not easy.